Hi guys, welcome back to Enlightened and Annoyed with Alice Saltzman. Today I will be speaking to you about humor, laughter, the importance of humor and laughter in our daily lives. I will be speaking to you about Krishna. Krishna is a uh, major Hindu godhead in yoga philosophy, yoga stories. And I will, be, I will also be speaking to you about the pose that's known as Balasana, which is child's pose. Balaram was Krishna, Krishna's younger brother, and the pose is called Balasana. I'll be talking to you about Balasana, child's pose. And I will be giving you a recipe for parsley salad with confetti of bell pepper. And why I chose parsley salad is because it has bell pepper cut like confetti, and confetti is fun and celebratory. Let's talk about humor, laughter. Some of my favorite moments in life are when I laugh hysterical, when I listen to stories about humor and laughter, when I am with people who make me laugh. There's nothing finer than cracking up hysterical where snot flies out of our nose. I mean, I think that is the best part of living in this life. You remember hearing songs, Don't Worry, Be Happy, Always Look on the Bright Side of Life by Monty Python people, um, Remember Laughter and a Led Zeppelin song, um, Laugh, It's Only Life by Ian Hunter. So many people are so bummed out about life that they just feel like every day is a fucking chore. Like, oh, my life is so hard. Oh, my daughter, my son, my husband, my mom, my wife. Like, no matter when you speak to them, no matter how good their life is, they find something to complain about or, oh, oh. All right. And then you have those friends or family members who every time you see them, they are smiling no matter what's going on. They make fun no matter how, no matter how bad life is, they have something to be cracking up about, making fun of. Who would you rather hang out with? The drag or the person that's cracking you up and always has something positive that makes you laugh? For me, it's always the person that makes me crack up. Children, you ever see little boys, little girls, they play and they could play for hours and they're playing and they are cracking up, knee slapping themselves. I remember, you know, when I was little, I had a friend, my friend Arlene, she's still my friend to this day. I mean, we could laugh over the word macaroni for hours. I mean, this, it's just, so there's always, there's always that childlike being childlike as opposed to being childish. So why humor and why laughter? Because these things actually help to boost your immune system. Um, they increase circulation. Laughter and humor help to decrease physical tension. It helps to relieve pain. I mean, it's so important. It even helps with survival rate amongst people who are sick with cancer and other ailments. Humor and laughter are so important to our daily health. And that's why I'm speaking to you about this today. Uh, you ever play with your friends? I mean, you're sitting around one Saturday night. I remember sitting around with my husband and a couple of friends one weekend night. And we were like, I wonder how much water you could hold in your mouth 
without like blowing it out of your nose or out of your mouth. Like, so we would like got a quarter cup, an eighth of a cup. And of course, once you're doing this, water is spitting out of your mouth because you're trying to hold as much water in your mouth. Like stupid human tricks, you know, like we've all played with our friends. Like, oh, I wonder if I could do this. So yeah, so blowing water out of your mouth, holding water in your mouth. Or you remember doing anything that, just made you crack up or something happened to you that was incredibly funny. Usually the funniest moments in our life are the most embarrassing or could be very embarrassing. I used to take the Long Island Railroad to work from Long Beach to Manhattan at one point in the early 90s, mid 90s. I don't remember. It was the early 90s. And I would have to wear like a skirt and shoes and the whole business. And apparently one day I was feeling incredibly sexy and I had a skirt on but I decided to wear a thong and thigh highs to work and here I am I take the railroad and I get into Penn Station and if anybody knows Penn Station at 8 30 8 45 in the morning you know it's packed with thousands of people walking up those stairs to 34th uh, between 7th and 8th avenues so there I was my office was um between 5th and 6th on 34th street so I get up the stairs and I'm crossing uh, 34th Street from 7th to the other side of 7th, going towards 6th Avenue. Thousands of people, rush hour, 8.30, 8.45 in the morning. It can't be busier time of day. And there I am as I'm crossing the street, my thigh high falls to my ankle. Well, you must just only imagine how what color I turned and then thinking to myself well shit I am not walking the rest of my way to work with that thigh high at my ankle so I get to the other side of the street and not only are people cracking up whistling yelling things at me I stop and people are already falling over me and I pull up my thigh high which then in turn pulls up my skirt and shows the fact that I've even got a thong on well, if I tell you, it was mortifying, but I even had to laugh because people were cracking up, yelling things at me. I get into my office and I share this with my coworkers who are falling down, cracking up because not, plus the fact that I'm even wearing thigh highs and a thong to an eight hour job, which is so freaking serious. And I'm in my, I'm basically in lingerie underneath my clothes, cracking up. Anyway, what I'm saying is, Shit like this is funny stuff. This is what they make like sitcoms out of. This is what, you, you know, you ever watch a comedian? Comedians talk about things that are painful. Usually it's from pain or angst that the humor comes. You, the, the most, the funniest comedians talk about shit that hurts the most. If we can make fun, if even today, the fact that we're going through this freaking stupid ass pandemic, you know, we've had the past four years of a nut job of a fucking president, everything that's gone on in our country, in the world, all this shit that's going on, the economics, the, the global warming, it's snowing in places it's never snowed before. The, I mean, nutty shit. But we have to learn how to make fun. We have to learn how to laugh. And what's so important about it is that if we learn how to laugh and be happy, we're calmer. We are more able to deal with all of this nonsense that's being thrown at us every single day. We're able to actually just 
not be so phased by it. Not every single thing is doom and gloom. We survived the past four years. We're going to survive this pandemic. Okay, some people have died and more people will die, but people die every day. They get hit by cars. I mean, everything happens. Have you ever been to a funeral and all of a sudden you start talking about the person who died and they had a quirk that maybe they were a little edgy or they did something that was that made you crack up. I mean, so even in death, we can find humor. I mean, you ever watch a movie and then there's a funny part. I remember going to see the movie Little Miss Sunshine and I thought it was hysterical. And there was a part in it that made me crack up where I could not stop laughing. I mean, crying, I just was hysterical, way past the point, way past the point of it being funny. And it got to a really sad part. Everybody was really quiet, and all I could do was like trying to hold in my laugh. And you know, when you try to hold in your laugh, it's like this. <laughs> and, and I cracked up, and I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, you know, this has happened even at funerals. People have even laughed at funerals in death, and like the, the, in some of the worst situations to find humor. I remember watching a documentary about the Holocaust survivors um, in the war camps, and one of the women chatting on this documentary talked about having to entertain the Germans. And she said the only way we got through it was to speak Yiddish and make fun of them. That's how we survived the couple of years of, you know, the, the suffering that we did. We used our humor and to make fun. And that's how I think, for me, that's one of my most powerful weapons in my life is that I find humor and laughter like my medicine. It's my medicine. And that's what I wanted to share with you. Now I want to talk to you, Boo, talk to you about Krishna, who was also known for his sense of humor. He was a child that got into all sorts of trouble. He, he got his hand stuck in a butter jar. He was out playing outside with his brother Balaram, and his, who was an older brother, and Krishna put a handful of mud in his mouth, and, and Balaram went running into his mom, Yashoda, and said, Mommy, Mommy, Krishna put dirt in his mouth, and he's going to choke. And she's not surprised because Krishna was always getting into trouble and doing some goofy stuff. And she opens Krishna's mouth, and she sees the whole universe in Krishna's mouth. I mean, planets, galaxies, the whole, everything. And she just goes on to be like, okay, Krishna, do you know? She doesn't say anything, but she knows that her son is very special. Krishna then grows up as a teenager. He becomes a ladies' man, and he's really interested in, he was a cowherder's son, and the cowherder women were called gopis, and he would play his flute. So he was a, an excellent flautist, and he would play his flute for the cowherding women and became a ladies' man. And, of course, one of them, um, Radha, becomes his, his gal, and, but she opens her eyes for the first time when she hears Krishna playing his flute. Okay, so Krishna becomes this godhead, but nobody knows that he's this major godhead. And he's also the eighth avatar of Vishnu, who is also a character and a story for another day. But anyway, so Krishna is also very well known for 
his role in the Bhagavad Gita. The Bhagavad Gita is uh, uh, just a basically a snapshot, a really small book from the big giant book, the Mahabharata. And the Mahabharata is all about these two families um, and um, there's a big war that takes place. And the Bhagavad Gita is basically the story on the battlefield between Krishna, who's the Godhead, helping Arjuna. And Arjuna does not know that Krishna is a Godhead. But Arjuna is a warrior and he's an archer and he's there to fight his cousins who are the bad guys, basically. And Arjuna and his brothers are the good guys. And, but they're like, they're like the underdogs. There's, they have a little measly army and the bad guys have this giant army. And anyway, the, the, the conversation between Krishna and Arjuna goes something like this. Arjuna says, Krishna, I, I can't. I can't fight my uncles, my grandfathers, my cousins. I mean, I can't do this. And Krishna says to him, it's your dharma. It's your dharma in this life. You're a warrior. You are an archer. You, your only job is to do your job and not worry about anybody else. Point being, he says, you know, we have to do what we are put here on this planet to do. According to Hindu um, philosophy, we're here, right here, right now, in this body, with this mind, to work on something that maybe we couldn't work out in a past life, and work on it here, and hopefully fix it here so we don't take it with us to the next life. So we come back to the next life as a, a higher a higher soul. So basically he says, do your dharma, do what you're here to do. Don't worry about anybody else. Don't worry about how good this guy is or how much he has or what they could do. You do you. You do what you are here placed on this planet to do and nothing else. Point being is that that's Krishna's words of wisdom in the Bhagavad Gita to Arjuna, and Arjuna does that, and they win the battle. My point being there is that we do what we are here to do. Nothing can harm us. I mean, like, nothing can take away the fact that we're doing what we are meant to do. So if you're not happy at your job, if you're not happy in this lifetime, figure it out. Find something that makes you happy. Find something that makes you laugh. Find something that you're passionate about. Find something that lights you up and do it. Go to school at night, learn it in your spare time, read about it, do it on the, you know, on the side. Find something that makes you happy. And find a way to find laughter humor in, in even the shittiest moments of your life. That is the lesson Krishna teaches us. Today's physical lesson includes child's pose, which teaches us to surrender. Krishna's big brother, Balaram. Balaram is why we call Balasana child's pose. So child's pose, even though Balaram was just Krishna's brother, he's also spoken about in Hindu mythology. But the pose, child's pose, is called balasana in Sanskrit. And child's pose is basically bowing down to the earth, you know, bowing down to ourselves. So it's, it's sitting on the tops of the feet, having the 
toes together and the knees open wide. So having your thighs and knees open wide and the, the, the toes together, but the tops of the feet are on the floor. So the tops of the feet are on the floor and you can either, either have your legs together or your legs um, wide apart for your belly and chest to drop in. And you basically bow to the earth and you let your head rest on the earth. Child's pose is so helpful for um, calming the mind and allowing your body to rest. That's why I wanted to share child's pose with you. And it also helps to relieve the lower back and also you know, basically stretch your hips, but relieve the lower back, calm the nervous system, calm the mind, as does humor and laughter. You are listening to Enlightened and Annoyed with Alice Saltzman. And my website is atawithalice.com, A-T-H-A with Alice.com. Atta right here, right now. I'm going to tell you about parsley salad. Parsley salad. Why parsley salad? Well, parsley is filled with chlorophyll, helps to clean the blood. It's got folic acid, iron. It helps to remove bad breath. It, it's, and it's good for us, okay? Parsley is actually a really good, clean herb. We should eat a ton of it. So parsley salad, I use a, uh, a big bunch of organic parsley. I use organic parsley because when um, our fruits and vegetables are sprayed with pesticides, the leafy greens absorb a lot of pesticides. So when I use leafy greens, I buy organic all the time. Okay, so one bunch of organic parsley, one um, organic red bell pepper. Now you could use a third of a red bell pepper and chop it really, 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 really tiny. That's how you make confetti. I like to use the whole red bell pepper. Basically, the recipe calls for a third of an organic red bell pepper. I like to use the whole thing. Then I would add some lemon juice. Oh, and by the way, red bell peppers, high in vitamin C and vitamin A. Really good for you as long as they're organic. Again, the skin absorbs a lot of chemicals if sprayed non-organic. A third cup of cashews. Cashews, uh, raw cashews. I like to buy bulk and I like to buy them already um, split. You can use any cashews you want raw as long as they are chopped up tiny. Throw them into your bowl with your organic chopped up parsley, your confetti, a bell pepper. You got your cashews in there. And then juice of a half a lemon. Now lemons, lemons help with digestion, skin disorders, weight loss, um, relieving stress as does laughter and humor. So lemon juice, awesome, and a little bit of olive oil, and if you want, salt and pepper. Swish it all together. You could let it sit for a couple of minutes after you mix it all together because the um, parsley will tend to wilt a little bit with the lemon juice and olive oil, and there you go. You can have it as a side dish or just eat it as a salad. Up to you. I want to say again how important humor is in our lifetimes. I was so gifted as a child with a dad who was hysterical. Um, he died um, quite young. I was a teenager when he died. And I was really angry at the fact that my father died when I was a teenager. Pissed off. You can't even imagine. But after I got past the point of the fact that he died young and he would never see me do many, many things that I thought that he should have lived to see me do, I thought to myself, how, what a gift 
to be the daughter of somebody who was known as one of the funniest men people knew, as one of the kindest, funniest people that anybody who ever knew this man told me what a wonderful and funny man he was. I mean, he was the type of guy who would make fun of the dead person at the funeral and make everybody get the crack up and get in trouble at a funeral. He was the guy who I remember getting my period as a teenager and then going to the grocery store one day and me walking down the aisle and him at the other side of the aisle and saying, hey, Alice, picking up a box of Tampax. You need these? And me being a teenager being mortified. I mean, I remember as a little girl going to Corvettes, if anybody remembers the store Corvettes, we were going to buy a TV. And I went up the escalator and I was way ahead of him. And he stood at the bottom and he said, hey, Al, bye. And he, and he was like, and I'm like, no, don't leave me, don't leave me. So and this is the kind of funny, funny man he was. He knew how to make fun, make fun of me, make fun of everybody, make fun of every situation. We were driving once, him and my mom, and I was in the back seat, and the steering wheel came off the, the middle of the, whatever the thing that holds the steering wheel on, and he handed the steering wheel to my mother and said, hey, Harriet, the steering wheel came off. Like, he just made fun no matter what the situation. It didn't matter. Such a gift to be the daughter of a man who learned, who basically laughed at every, everything in life. It didn't matter if it, I mean, he, he was sickly and he made fun every day. He lived every day like it was his last and laughed every single moment he could. With that being said, I want you to remember that laughter, humor, is such an important part of our health, our daily survival, and how to get by in this fucking crazy nuthouse of a world we live in. Thank you for listening. This is Alice Saltzman signing off with Enlightened and Annoyed. Catch you next time.